Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith God is the God of the promise. He keeps His word even when it seems impossible. Even when the circumstances seem to point to the opposite. Do you believe that? God says to Abraham, Abraham, in chapter 14 of Genesis, look as far as you can north, it's yours. Look as far as you can south. Look as far as you can east and west, it's all yours. Reaching up high with arms open wide, we see. You're changing our lives so we can be our hands and feet. Do we really believe that God can accomplish the impossible? As Pastor Ed shares in his message, God did not make promises that he can't keep. This is most evident when he promised Abraham and Sarah a child in their old age. Even with Abraham's faith, it was hard for him not to question God on this matter. We tend to question God too, even when he has delivered on promises in the past. God, however, is looking for us to grow in faith in order that we might not question his promises. Now here's Pastor Ed with today's edition of Building in Faith. Building in Faith. We're going to open our Bibles to the book of Joshua, first chapter, verses 1 to 9. This book, it's not to be lightly taken or discarded. It's our guide for life. It's our manual on living. And God spoke to the leader of the nation of Israel, Joshua. He said some incredible words that are a means of guidance for us today. We begin a series on the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord... The Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. And as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the laws my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may be successful wherever you go 
Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. When you study scripture, you become aware that God is the God of the promise. Over and over again, he's making promises to his people. For example, he speaks to an old man named Abram. And he gives him incredible promises. Well, just listen to what God says to him. Abram fell face down and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be a father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you, and kings will come from you. Abraham fell down, fell face down. He laughed, and he said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? And Abraham said to God, Oh, if only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Then God said, Yes, but your wife Sarah will bear you a son, and you will call him Isaac. God is the God of the promise. He gives incredible promises to his people. Unbelievable promises to his people. But he keeps them. He's a promise keeper. He was the first promise keeper. Listen to this quote. God is the God of the promise. He keeps his word even when it seems impossible. Even when the circumstances seem to point to the opposite. Do you believe that? God says to Abraham, Abraham, in chapter 14 of Genesis, look as far as you can north, it's yours. Look as far as you can south. Look as far as you can east and west, it's all yours. Abraham believed God. In his lifetime, he didn't see it. He had to purchase land to bury his wife Sarah when she died. Listen to what the author of Hebrews tells us. In Hebrews chapter 11, by faith Abraham, when he was called to a place he would later receive as inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith he made his home in the promised land. I want to challenge you. By faith, make your home in the promised land. Do you remember the old song that the children used to sing? I am a promise. I am a possibility. I am a promise with a capital P. I'm a great big bundle of potentiality. 
And if you listen, you can hear God's voice. And if you're trying, he'll help you make the right choice. I am a promise to be anything God wants me to be. You're a promise. You're a possibility. You're a promise with a capital P. God wants you to be a people, a person, a promise. And you can. You could live the life, the promised life. I want you to see how Joshua did it. Because Joshua was able to become the man of promise that God ordained for him to be. He had incredible shoes to follow. He had an absolutely incredible task that he had to undertake. But he fulfilled that promise. First, redeeming the past. Redeeming the past. In Joshua chapter 1 to 5, you'll notice five times Moses' name is mentioned. They mourned for Moses for 30 long days. And they rightly so. But Moses was on everybody's lips. Moses was on everyone's mind. Just as they were ready to enter into the promised land, God took Moses, and there Joshua was. There the people of Israel were. I mean, they had never seen the likes of anyone like Moses. Moses, prince of Egypt. Moses, the one standing before God, staff in his hand, saying to Pharaoh, let my people go. Moses, calling down the ten plagues on Egypt till finally they let the people go. Moses, standing before the Red Sea with his staff forward and the Red Sea parting. Moses on Mount Sinai speaking face to face with God. Moses. He's the one who gave them their Bible. He's the one who put the book in their hand. Moses. When God was ready to destroy the nation because of their disobedience and obliterate them from the face of the earth, kneels before God and intercedes and spares the nation because of his intercession with God. Moses, he stood head and shoulders above everyone else. Here's Joshua. How would you feel following Moses how would you feel trying his shoes on he wouldn't he couldn't because each of us are unique each of us are made by God with special gifts and so when we look at the past we're not to be overshadowed by the past we're to build on it We're not to be overwhelmed by it. We're to be inspired by it. 
If God could do it in Moses' life, God could do it in Joshua's life. If God could do it for others, he can do it for you. I think about sometimes the scripts that people have playing in their mind. A parent wanted to somehow write out the script that they had for their child. And that child is 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 and 60, still trying to live out that script. Maybe it was a script that you wrote for yourself. And you didn't measure up to what you wanted. Maybe it was some other person that you thought, oh boy, I just want to be like them. Joshua didn't do that. He didn't walk necessarily in the shadow of Moses, but he was inspired by the life of Moses. And for all of us, we need to be careful that the script that we have is the script that God gives us that he has made us for, the purposes that he has shaped our lives for. I can't imagine how deep and how emotional the people must have felt at that juncture. I don't know how many in here would have remembered when Roosevelt died in 1945. I believe it was April of 1945 when he died. It was during the Second World War. Here he was a leader of the free world. They were in the midst of an incredible world war. Roosevelt, uh, a consummate diplomat, suddenly dies. Truman virtually unknown, obscure, rough sort of individual. My people were wondering what is going to happen. When Churchill heard that Roosevelt died, it was midnight in England. He had been pacing the floors, just going over some of the war records. And when the news came to him, he sat down for five minutes and didn't say a word. It sent shockwaves around the world. When Moses died, if you could multiply that experience in the life of the people of Israel. It was the only leader that they had known. That generation had seen no other leader, but Moses is an important principle. God's work depends on God. God's work is not so much contingent upon men Men come and go, but God remains forever. And Joshua recognized that he would build on the successes of the past. He would remember 
that the same God that took Moses from the backside of a desert was the God that was with him. The same God that gave Moses the words to speak was the God that was with him. Listen to what God says to Moses in verse 5. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. As God was with us in the past, he will be with us in the present and in the future. Read the stories this year of some great men and women of God. And let them inspire you to believe God for great things, for impossible things, for incredible things, to be the person of promise God has called you to be. Now, not only the past successes, you have to redeem the past successes, not crippled by them, but redeemed by them. I remember talking to Michael Bongiorno, a good friend of mine. He's been here to preach. My father-in-law and his father were leaders in the Pennsylvania-Delaware district. Brother Bongiorno was an incredible leader, just uh, one of the best financiers in the Assemblies of God. My father-in-law was the assistant superintendent, a conference speaker, tremendous preacher, a great man of integrity, And both Michael and I were talking one day. We had a conversation. And in our conversation, we both said, you know, we don't believe we'll ever really reach the stature of our family. His father, my father-in-law. But you know, that's not threatening. Joshua would never be a Moses. He just wouldn't. But God didn't call him to be Moses. God called him to be who he was. And so let the past successes strengthen, enable, and encourage you, not hamper you. The past failures. Yeah, Joshua had some failures there. Remember Joshua in Numbers chapter 14, I believe it is? There in Numbers 14, he goes into the promised land with Caleb and 10 other spies and these 10 other spies come back with a negative report we can't do it it's not possible it's too hard Joshua said we can Caleb said we can they stood up but the people didn't believe them in fact the people would rebel and talked of stoning them. Man, what a business meeting that was. Now, here Joshua is, and God says to Joshua, Joshua, you're the man. Here's the mantle. Here's the nation. Lead them. Do you think that that failure could, the enemy wouldn't like to replay that in his mind? Hey, Joshua, they didn't follow you then. Are they going to follow you now? Hey, Joshua, they almost killed you then. Don't you think they'll kill you again? Maybe that's why in Joshua 1.18, the people tell Joshua. They say to Joshua, 
try and give them some encouragement. They say, Joshua, be of good courage. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey your words, whatever you may command them, they will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Alan Redpath asks this question, and I ask it to you this morning. Are you in the wilderness of defeat or in the land of victory? Is your life a constant struggle against the powers of darkness with constant defeat? Or it is a victorious war waged in the power of the risen Lord. Maybe it's some defeat that goes back to childhood. Maybe it's some sin that the enemy wants to replay on the tape recorder of your mind. Maybe it's some inherent handicap. And Satan wants to remind you of that. See, you have to build even on the failures of the past. Joshua had to learn to lean on God because, like Paul said, when we're weak, we're strong when we're leaning on Him. When we've reached the end of our resources, we can absolutely depend on His resources. When it seems like You don't have strength to go on. And it seems like the failures of the past would haunt you. Now, could you picture Joshua thought all those years walking around in the wilderness, all those years, 40 years in that wilderness. See, Satan wants to replay that in your mind again and again and again and again. But he's not called you to stay in the wilderness. He's called you to cross over into the promised land. God's promise is for you. Hallelujah. I am a promise, I am a possibility, right? With a capital P. You could depend on God's abundant resources. You could trust God. He's no respecter of persons. You could trust in God. He never lied. You could trust in the trustworthy one. Let God's voice resonate in your heart. Let God's voice dominate your mind. Let God's voice drown out all other voices. Let God speak to you. Go forward in his name, in the power of his spirit. Redeeming the past, our past successes, or the past successes, the past failures. Redeem them all. Let God take them and use them as building material so you could go forward in the name of Jesus, conquering the land God has for you. Building in faith. Joshua is one of the most mighty warriors in all of the Bible. From the spies who were hidden by Rahab to the story of the walls of Jericho, throughout this book of Joshua, Pastor Ed will continue to point us to the Lord, sharing with us wonderful insights each time he teaches. Though Joshua isn't a book many study, it is rich with content that we apply to our daily lives as we walk with Jesus. You've been listening to Building in Faith, the radio ministry of Dr. Edward Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. Now, we want to encourage you to log on to buildinginfaithradio.com to spend some time getting to know us and to stay current with what's being broadcasted here on Building in Faith. At the website, you'll find today's message for you to listen to again. 
download, or even post to your Facebook page to share with your family and friends. Again, that's all available when you log on to buildinginfaithradio.com. Or if you'd like, you can always give us a call. Our phone number is 845-462-5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. In the next edition of Building in Faith, Pastor Ed will continue teaching verse by verse through the Old Testament book of Joshua. So be sure to join us. Until then, may God richly bless you. Your word restores and